surreptitiously <laughs> humping me. Like, this was the only reason why I was cra- the craziest. Viciously. You some with his dog. Oh my literally. god. Hey guys, welcome to Nice Guys Finish Last, where we openly share tips and stories about sex and dating so you can take your love life to the next level. Anywhere from threesomes to squirting to polygamy, anything is fair game on the show. Now, most of this will not be safe for work, so don't say I didn't warn you. I'm your host, Tony Palmer, sex enthusiast and connoisseur of all things sexual. Today's guest is going to be a throwback. We have Adi back in the studio. I don't know if you guys remember her from season one, episode 17? Yeah, I think so. Episode 17, where we talked about, was it public penetration? No. No, it was it girls was... with having a high sex drive. High sex local. drive, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Live yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have Adi back. Um, Adi, welcome back. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, just to recap for the people that didn't see season one. Um, you want to tell the audience how old you are, where you're from, maybe like a little fun fact. All right. Um, my name is Ariana, Ari for sure. I'm 21 years old. I'm from New York City. And a fun fact about me, I love dogs, but I'm terribly afraid of Dalmatians. <laughs> okay. And today we're going to be talking about dating as a bartender. Okay. So you were a bartender. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Like where you worked, uh, the environment. So I worked at a few different bars and underground spots because of COVID. Um, I've worked in restaurants and bars, lounges as well. So I guess I kind of done it all, I suppose. Okay. And now how did you get started? Like what was the, what was your introduction to bartending? I was hosting at a restaurant And one day I was already at work, but I got trapped at work because there was a bad snowstorm and basically nobody could come in. No servers. Our bartender got into an accident and it was literally me and two other hostesses. And I was there the longest out of the three of us. So I was just like, okay, I don't mind serving. I've done it before. Like I've helped servers already. Why not? Then, you know, realize there's no bartender. So I had to learn how to make the the basic drinks, and I had the help of my manager. And that day, I took home, mind you, it was a snowstorm. Yeah. I took home, like, almost 150 in tips. Nice. It was a small restaurant. So I was like, oh, I could do this. Nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, so you really got, like, trial by fire, basically. They were yeah. just like, good luck. The owner was there and everything. It was supposed to be a big night for the restaurant to celebrate its birthday. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. The snowstorm was bad. Okay, so you started at the the small restaurant. Is it like a family-owned restaurant or? Um, it was a franchise. Okay. A small franchise. They actually just sold the location I worked at. Oh. Yeah. Okay. This past uh, this past May, they sold. And then from that restaurant, where did you end up next? Um, I then went to a lounge downtown in Manhattan. And that was another cool gig. Um, it was interesting. You always see, like, who's really got it or, like, who's really a drinker and who's not. Who's yeah. like, oh, I'm just drinking because my friends are like, yeah, no, just throw whatever. I don't even care. Okay. And then from there, 
Um, I was actually training to bartend at Sugar Factory. Oh, nice. Yeah, because nice. okay. I was already host, being a hostess there. So I was supposed to be training for bartending. And then I left Sugar Factory. And I've just done, <laughs> um, I've done an Italian restaurant for a little. Um, I went back to the, the restaurant I, where it all started. And then I've just done, like, underground slash, like, private parties nice. because of COVID. Now, as far as, like, your dating life, how do you feel, how do you feel like your dating life has changed since you started bartending? I feel like a lot of men or just guys in general, when they ask a bartender out or for their number, they think because she's a bartender that she's, like, easy super freaky like oh i'm gonna get it whatever i want in reality it's like dude i literally get paid to talk to you and make you a drink like okay so they like hypersexualize you in a way yes. because you're bartending mm -hmm. okay and now how does that affected like your i don't want to say like relationships and put like a, a box around it but like mm -hmm. entanglements i guess how has that affected your entanglements um i feel like with dating there's always a box that or they just want to go out with you, see how it is, or they, like, want to date you. Because you know if you want to be with someone or, like, what you want from that person. And as a bartender, at least from my experience, I feel like I'm always put in the sleep with you slash date you because I think you're, like, this freaky girl. Okay. When in reality, it's just like, no. I just throw a tank top on because it's hot behind the bar and... I get more money if they see a line right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact, though. I've yeah. been in the restaurant industry long enough to know that. Definitely. I would make a lot more money if I had some nice <laughs> breasts. <laughs> hey, guys, listen up. Your Hot Boy Summer is coming up real soon, and I know what you're thinking. It's going to be a great time. You're thinking there's going to be parties, beach days, and plenty of sex. And there really might be, at least I hope. But before you get excited, I want to make sure that you're ready for it. Obviously, listen to this podcast, but you should also be taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and dare I say, emotionally. The gym is a great way to build up your summer body, but what about your summer state of mind? If you're stressed or depressed, then what's the point of that summer body? It's basically going to waste, and I don't want that for you. So if you're serious about having a great time this summer, I want you to try something new. I want you to go check out James the Astrologer in Babylon. You can call him a psychic but I like to think of him as a spiritual advisor. He's been guiding me through meditations and I can't even begin to explain the differences I'm seeing in all aspects of my life. I'm talking about my health, my sex, my focus, my bank account, all falling into place because this man showed me how to meditate. And he could show you too. James is right in Babylon Village on Montauk Highway and right now he's taking new clients, both in person and over the phone. Give James a call at 631 278 8477 to book your appointment. That's 631-278-8477. Okay, back to the show. Okay, so dating since you've started bartending has changed because like I see you as super sexualized, like you're mm -hmm. this like super freaky girl. Um and has that like caused implications with your entanglements? Like Um the first guy I ever went on a date with as a bartender, he was a regular at the restaurant I started at, and he never, he was always at the bar, he never sat at the table or anything, and my hair was actually straightened at the time, 
so he didn't fully recognize me. He just was like, mm. oh, weren't you, like, a hostess or something? Like, I yeah. don't know. It took him a while to realize. And then I'm talking to him. I'm like, oh, yeah, the highest I would date is, like, I think I said, like, 25. And he was like, well, I'm 28, so I'm not too far. You should let me take you out. And he was a regular. He was a good guy. So I was just like, okay, let's just see. One date won't hurt. Let's see where it goes. And the date went good. Um, it was awkward for me because I'm a bartender. I know what I like to drink. I know what liquor I like, what wine I like, if I want champagne or not. So it's like for you to tell me what I want, it's like you don't know what I want. Oh, uh, he was like ordering for you? Mm-hmm. And it was just weird because he's giving descriptions on, like, the wines and everything. And I'm just like... He's giving you Yeah, so he's like, oh, wine? yeah, this wine, it's dry, but, like, it has a sweet aftertaste to it. And it has, like, this fruity smell. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm like, please just stick to, to HVAC. Like, stick to your job, <laughs> your day job. And after that, he tried to... He basically told me, like, this is why I think the way I feel about how people feel towards bartenders because he literally told me that because like I had leggings on and like some of my stomach was showing he was like oh you know you're a hot little piece I wanted to get a piece of that and I figured why not take you out to a nice restaurant and you would give me a piece so it was just like wow okay he's up front yeah he was honest or something yeah because I was just like oh like what made you like I've been working at this restaurant for months now what made you like finally see me do you think it was because you started working behind the bar he started seeing you in like a different light yeah because when you when you're a regular at a restaurant and there's someone new behind the bar it's like whoa what's yeah. going on you don't really pay mind to like the hostesses because they're not seating you yeah and they're Just usually the young. like we get i like i talk about like specific people but like hostesses are young hostesses are young and yeah. i see a lot of people they're like, like fresh out of high school like hitting on 16, the hostesses yeah. and it's like bro i know you're in your 30s and i also know that she's in like high school yeah like literally in high school yeah okay interesting now how has your dating mentality changed since you became a bartender um i Definitely would want to say that I've learned more of the game. Okay. Like, I I never knew how serious, like, going out with a guy to a bar, like, how seriously dangerous it could be. So, like, as a bartender, like, when a guy's like, oh, yeah, she's going to have another one, when it's like, mm. she's not even done, or she's like, she shouldn't have another one. Like, just take her no for an answer. Leave her alone. Stop trying to be so dominant. And it's like, it's not working. And then you realize, like, sometimes just some men just do not respect women. So they literally see, like, whoever behind the bar, like, oh, yeah, they're a lowlife, whatever. So it's like, I try, I try not to always say, oh, yeah, I'm a bartender. Or at the time when I was bartending, like, oh, yeah, I bartend, this, this, and that. Because then it's like, oh, she's doing nothing for her life. Mind you, I was in school. I was working two other jobs. So it was just like... Okay. 
I probably make more than you in a week. Come on now. <laughs> so, I'm trying to wrap that up. It basically so, shows you how men can be from like, you're, you're watching them. From like a fly on the wall perspective, yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You're watching them. You're watching how they interact with their dates or with their guys. Because, you know, as soon as you walk away, the buddies with the beers, they're going to say something about your ass or something. And then it's just like, really? Like, I'm right here. Okay. Just because I went two feet away doesn't mean I can't hear you. Yeah. Like, I'm not a piece of meat. So now, you said that you said in the beginning that you've noticed that it, how dangerous it is to go out to a bar with a guy. Mm -hmm. Especially a guy that like, you're just meeting for like a first date. Mm -hmm. Um what precautions do you take now that you've seen you've been like the fly on the wall and seen like those kind of dates there's this new i mean it's always been around where you ask for i mean now they call it the angel shot where it's like the girl will come up to the bar or she'll go to the server like hey let me get an angel shot on the rocks or like with salt and it's like each oh, is like yeah i heard i heard each about is, that um, the angel shot is like, I need help leaving. Yeah. On the rocks is, oh, um, I need you to call the cops. Or if it's like straight up, it's just escort me out through the back. And then with salt, I think. I'm not exactly sure, but I know that's yeah. like the basics of it. Um, if it's with salt, it's like, I need you to get me a Uber, Lyft, taxi, whatever. Could we, do you mind if we use your phone? Real yeah. Quick? Can yeah. we actually look this up? Because this is really good for the people mm -hmm. listening. This reenacted um, somebody ordering an angel shot. Um, angel shots are becoming more common and more known throughout all bars, and it's being brought to bartenders' attention, okay? So an angel shot is key. It can save you or your best friend's life, and it's something we all should know about, okay? So there's three ways you can order the angel shot. You can do the angel shot with lime. Okay, so angel shot with lime, when you order it, means you need the police. Okay, so immediately the bartender will notify a manager and we'll get the police involved for you, okay? You can order an angel shot neat. Um, if you order the angel shot neat, that means um, you need someone to walk you to your car. So the bartender or security, someone needs you to walk you to your car because you don't feel safe, okay? Then you can order the angel shot on the rocks. And the angel shot on the rocks means you need us to call you an Uber or Lyft or a taxi. Um, so you need us to get you home safe, okay? Um, I think... This is a great learning lesson. Um, everyone should know about the angel shot. Um, it's just a great way to make sure that we all feel safe, okay? All right, love you guys. Awesome. So, hold on. I just want to give that guy credit mm -hmm. for the... So, that was a video by Ben-J-I-S... Ben Pears, Benji Spears on TikTok. I just want to give you credit because that was really awesome. Um, so basically what the gist of the video said that if you feel like you're in trouble, okay, and you're at a bar, um, you order an angel shot. And now if you order an angel shot with lime, the bartender is going to get the police. And now mm -hmm. I feel like it's a disclaimer because I work in bars. Not everyone's going to know what this means. Yeah. Not every bartender, but it could actually be really helpful in especially around college bars. I feel mm -hmm. like college bars would know this stuff. Yeah. Um, so an angel shot with lime is uh, the bartender is going to call the police for you. Uh, an angel shot neat, they're going to walk you to your car, make sure you get to your car safe. And an angel shot on the rocks is they're going to call you an Uber, Lyft, or a taxi and help you get home safe. Um, that was awesome. Thank you for yeah. bringing that up. Yeah. No, it's um, important because as a bartender, you literally learn body language. Yeah. You learn because... Me as a bartender, if I'm uncomfortable where I'm at, you're going to see because I'll be stiff or like I'm not fully there. 
Yeah. Versus if I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, like, oh, yeah, let's get this going. Like, just full of energy, excited. You see the positivity, basically. Yeah. Not like, oh, she's dull. Not, like, contained. Yeah. So, because I have to do that and make sure my body language is up to par. I want to make sure that, like, whoever I'm serving is up to par as well. Yeah. If they're sad, as a bartender, you're also, like, a therapist. <laughs> you're going to talk to them, ask them, like, oh, how was your day? Oh, it was horrible. Why was it horrible? Here, like, depending on how cool you are with them, like, here, shot on the house for your trash day or whatever, like... I mean, that's just how you make your money, basically. And now, going more to the episode, so how do your dates, I remember you said you don't always tell your dates that you're a bartender. Mm -hmm. Um, How do they usually react when you, because I remember you saying like when they're at the bar, they're hyper-sexualizing you. Mm -hmm. Now, what about outside the bar? You met them on, let's say, Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, uh, the movies, whatever, wherever you met them, and you tell them that you're a bartender. What's the usual reaction? A lot of guys won't generally date. I mean, in my experience, they won't date a bartender or they'll try. Like, I've been told, like, oh, let's find you a side. Like, let's find you another job because they don't want me bartending. Oh, yeah. damn. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. I would not be happy if someone Exactly. Told me that. Like, let's find you like, another let's find gig. Let's find you another job. Like, like fuck off. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been told, like, let's find you another... I'm gonna... I want to help you find another job or something. Because they know, like... I, as a bar... Like, me, the same way I dress to work is the same way I might dress going out for, like, chill vibes. So, when I used to work at, you know, the regular bar, there was no, like, strict dress code. So I could just wear, like, a V-neck with leggings. Yeah. Or, like, just black jeans. Or whatever, even like biker shorts in the summertime. So it was just like, okay. But if I'm seeing someone and I wear that, it's like, why do you have to flaunt yourself to get money? When yeah. it's like, I'm literally dressing comfortably. Like, this is the same thing I yeah. would wear if I were running errands or something. With just maybe some bronzer on or some lashes to look cute. Because, you know, when you feel cute... When you feel good, you look good. Well, when you look good, you feel good. And that just shows more of the vibrant energy. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of guys will... Yeah, it was crazy when the guy said, like, we're going to find you another, like, what? And what do you think that's rooted in? Like, like insecurity or, like... It's definitely insecurity from? because I have... I've had someone that I was talking to um, pick me up from work. And they waited at, I had them at like a table with my other staff members so that nobody mistaken them for just a table. Gotcha. And he was, he looked like he was vibing with my coworkers, whatever. But I felt like the eyes burning into me, like watching my every move and everything. And then because I laughed at a regular, I think it was a joke or just something they said. It was just like, you're laughing a little too hard. And I was like, what? I'm Damn, at work. That's like, some money. I'm at work. I, if I want to laugh, like... And it was a regular that I had always talked about. Yeah. Because he he came in every day and he got the same thing. So it was just like... You're just doing your job. Yeah, like, that's not even a, a, a customer at this point. That's like a close friend 
with how much I talk to this person. Yeah. So it was just like, what? So yeah, it is a deeply rooted insecurity they may have. It's the same type of guys who will say like, oh, I could never date, you know, a stripper, um, a bottle girl, uh, just any of that, you know. But if it were a server, it's completely different since servers wear... Which is so fucking crazy to me. More clothes. Because I feel like bartenders, in my experience, bartenders are more reserved than servers. Yeah. Like, in my experience, servers are just, like, one big fuck fest. Like, yeah. And bartenders... I feel like bartenders more more so go for a significant other. Like, someone steady. Mm-hmm. But that's... Okay. You know what's crazy? Every bartender that I've had as a co-worker wasn't into, like... It's the same thing. The bartenders I've had as co-workers were always, like, in relationships or maybe just got out of one or maybe yeah. just got into one, whatever... And it's the servers who are like, oh, yeah, like, they have the encyclopedia. Yeah. Throw back to that. So now, do you think bartenders overall have a higher or lower sex drive? Um, I feel like it depends. Okay. Because I see how, like, corny or just, I don't want to say, just, yeah, just corny men can be. And then it's just like, oh, like, why am I straight? Like, why? Or like, like I, I remember one time I had these two guys. They were regulars, but I never actually served them behind the bar or anything. And they're talking to me, just getting to know me and everything. And they asked me what I was. And I'm like, oh, I'm Puerto Rican. And they're just like making these like oh yeah of course you're puerto rican look at those like look at your hair look at those hips look at this and that it's like you didn't even know until i said what i was like come on and sometimes it just makes you go from like maybe like a little turned on with certain customers like oh they're cute okay like i'm liking your vibe i would hook up with you or something and then once they say something corny or they just expose themselves in a way it's like mm, sahara no more you lost. <laughs> okay. So it's done for you. So bartenders might have a higher sex drive than most people, but mm -hmm. not necessarily with the customers because of the way they're treated. Yeah. Or hypersexualized. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it could be like a it's half and half. Okay. Sometimes it's like you see like you, you see how people are behind the bar. I feel like working in the restaurant industry you just see how people are. Whether you're a server or a hostess or a manager or, you know, even a chef, buster, whatever position in the restaurant, you see how people are from all different types of angles. So behind the bar, being that you don't have as many people versus like a server with tables and their section, it's kind of just as if like you're my group. Yeah, and it's I'm gonna, more intimate. Yeah, I'm going to basically, like, learn each and every one of, like, all ten of you or something. And plus, as a bartender, you don't leave. Like, that's one reason I don't like bartending. I like serving because I don't want to sit there and have a conversation with someone yeah. for 40 minutes about whatever the fuck we're talking about. I'd rather just be like, here's what you need. Can I get you anything else? No? Well, here's something that you might need. Awesome. Cool. Enjoy. And then, like, walk off. And I like customers at the bar like that. 
because I have this one regular, or I used to have this one regular, that he, again, came in every day, and he left, he always left a good tip, so I was like, listen, I'm gonna have a conversation with him, Yeah. because he's just paying you to talk with him, and he always gave, like, he always had nice stories, good stories, good advice, all that, he's lived quite a life, so it's just interesting, I'd rather hear what he has to say than what you have to say. <laughs> depending on the customer. Okay. So, ooh, okay. Not to feed into this whole hypersexualized thing, mm -hmm. but what's the cra craziest sex story you have? So I met this guy off of Tinder, and he uh, was, I thought he was really attractive and everything, and he knew I was just getting off of work. So he was like, oh, come come over. I'll pay for your cab, whatever. And I'm just like, you know what? If it's a hookup, it's a hookup, whatever. And, you know, he was really feeling my vibe. I was feeling his vibe. Like, I came to his house and a, a blunt was ro rolled already waiting for me. So I was oh. like, wow. <laughs> okay. How romantic. He knew. And, you know, we get to, we get to having sex. And he asked me if, mind you, never met him before, never met him before, if I wanted, if I, like, to show him how I would be if he was fucking me and I had another dick in my mouth. How he... How like, he wanted me to show him, like, how I would act. Like, he wanted me to pretend like there was... A, a guy in front and behind you. Yeah. But he wasn't in either. He wanted to watch you. He wanted to be like one of them, basically. Or even watch. Because he then was like, oh, yeah, I want to watch you, like, fuck other niggas. Yeah, that's my baby girl, this, this, and that. And the whole time, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Okay. And then he was asking if I would fuck other bitches with him. Mind you. First time first meeting. First time meeting. He's first, ready to go. First time meeting. First date. All that. And I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. I feel like that can go really well or really south. Really cool. It can go really well if it's more talked about. You okay. know? Like, hey, how do you feel about an open relationship? Not just the first time we have sex, like, oh, yeah, like, show me how you'd be if there was, like, a dick in your mouth right now. What? That's, what? Yeah. Like, I'm still stuck up on that. I'm very, like, yeah. I, personally, myself, I am protective, and I get very jealous, so I wouldn't want to watch my significant other, my man, my whoever I'm fucking with, whatever, fuck another girl. So why would you be okay with wanting to watch me fuck another guy? Because to me, it's like if another girl's experiencing the pleasure you give to me, I'm going to want to kill her. Like, I'm going to want to kill her because that's, that's me. That's me. You don't... And now, okay, so this is coming from like a possessive standpoint. Yeah. Okay. It's just like, I, I, that just caught me so off guard. Yeah. Because to me, it's like, I don't know. I, I've never done an open relationship, and for him to just insinuate that that's what we're gonna be doing, off rip, no mm, communication, yeah. no nothing, 
just vibes. <laughs> like, just three text messages and yeah. uh, I'm here. Yeah, exactly. So that really, it really, so then. I'm, hold on. I'm still stuck up on the, he wanted to watch. So like, like, <laughs> so he wanted to be behind you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you guys are fucking, and he, what did he want? Like your hands, like, like your he, he mouth wanted, open? Like Yeah, what? like. I don't, I don't even know. It was just the way he was, at, at one point I was on top and he was like, show me how you would be if you were like riding daddy's dick and sucking another dick at the same time. What? First of all, like, I don't even, he, it wasn't even to where I'm calling him daddy or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was just like Sahara. Oh. Straight Sahara. Like, Oof. you, you lost me, dude. You lost me. And I had to tell him, like, at one point to stop seeing him. I was like, I cannot. I was like, I do not do this threesomes thing, this two guys, one girl. I was just like, I am not. I was like, the way you. would you... never do two guys, one girl? I don't think so. No? No, I don't think so. Really? I feel like you would love that. No, like, I don't, I'm not yeah. judging you or anything, but I feel like you would love that. I, I don't. I really, like. When it comes to when it comes to who I have sex with, I make sure that it's like good great sex with that person that like I can do like everything kind of like bring like all right you know the rose I'm waiting yeah, to use yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like I know like when I have a partner, I don't think like I want a threesome. If it came to the table, I'd think about it depending okay. who, but I just felt like it was just so weird with that guy fair like don't just bring it up on me i feel like it would have been different if he like because like i thought about this recently like mm -hmm. if he brought like a suction cup dildo and he's like i want you to ride this while sucking my dick mm -hmm. i feel like that'd be different but like i'm also coming at it like i want her to have pleasure while i'm getting pleasure type yeah. thing or like i don't know i asked him about it and he was just like if i enjoy having two girls on me why am I going to be selfish and not let my girl... Mind you, I'm not his girl. Why am I going to be selfish and let my girl only have one when she can have two guys on her? And with that perspective, like, I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I but mean, I'm that's still... the same perspective I come from, but, yeah. like... Personally? The asking you to perform it without yeah. anything there, that's, that's what's catching me up. Because, like, I'm the same way. Like, I think of it like, if... We're going to have threesomes, Everyone and we're going to have threesomes pleasure. with two girls. And, like, I like two-girl threesomes. I also like two-guy threesomes, but, like, I won't do a two-guy threesome unless we're also doing two-girl threesomes mm -hmm. just because reciprocation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're both fun in their own way, but, like, I understand where he's coming from. I'm just... I understand it as well. Flustered at his approach. Yeah. And at one point after that, um, I, would, I think it was a few days later or something... We were texting, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm at work right now, this, this, and that. And he sent me a video of him watching this porn where this girl was sucking two dicks. And I was just like, no, this guy, like, has this, like, fetish. Yeah, he's into it, into it. Yeah. Okay. And, and this one... is, like, right around when you first started talking to him? Yeah. Okay. And one day, I'm at his house, and his cousin, or no, it was his family, like, a close friend or whatever was there and the friend left the room and he's like you wouldn't think about like the three of us 
And I was just like, no. And he was like, if you want him, just let me know, babe. And I'm just like, like I'm just cringing because I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta go. Like, and then after the first time we had like that first link, his dog jumped on the bed and started his dog viciously humping me. <laughs> like, this was the only reason why I was cra the craziest. Viciously. You some with his dog. Oh my literally. god. That dog was like locked arms on me, Tony. Like, oh my god, that's great. This is, oh this is Yo, like. Pets want to be involved. I remember one time I was having sex like years ago when I first got my cat. <laughs> and I had her like folded. Okay, it was like missionary, but her legs were like mm -hmm. on my shoulders type folded. And like, I'm like kind of leaning forward like this. And all I feel is some fur <laughs> on my balls. <laughs> and I'm like, what the f? And I look down and I just like see my cat's head peeking out from the side of my oh nuts. Oh my god. <laughs> so I hope. I hope it was like that circumstance, like it was the first time his dog did that, and it wasn't just like, yo, Jeffrey, we got Adi in the room, come on, let's go. Let's go to Pound Town. Oh, God. No, okay. you know what? I don't know. I don't know, that that just scarred me. That yeah. dog. <laughs> I didn't know about the dog humping, that's funny. That shit was just like, what the fuck? Might be mildly traumatic, but funny. Like... The way it was the way he had the dog had his arms just locked. Holding. Yes, like he was like Like the cat. The cat that attacked you. Yes, basically. Whoa. Except on my arm. Like he was oh my god. Humping oh. my leg like crazy. Okay. And where was the owner, you'll ask? He was in the bathroom because we had just finished. Oh, the dog went after? Yeah. Okay, all right. He saw, he saw the owner leave and just jumped on the bed. <laughs> He's like, look, Dad, look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Um, I didn't even try to get the dog off me. I was just, like, calling the dog's name. Like, yo, get off me. Like, trying to push it away. And the dog had a fucking grip on me. Oh, my God. Nah, man. Nah. So, so ending this episode... <laughs> What would you like the guys out there to know about dating a female bartender? Um, they're actual people. Um, we, uh, bartenders, you know, we, uh, have actual lives. We're not, not seeing you because we don't want to. We have a busy schedule, you know, that's another thing. You know, if we're on call, dude, I gotta go. I gotta go. Um, you know, bartenders are normal people. Don't think because she's a bartender, she's like some porn star. Listen, maybe she is. But you never know. Don't judge a book by its cover. Get to know the person first. And yeah, make sure you tip your bartenders well, especially if you're sexualizing them. <laughs> <laughs> so... Don't hypersexualize the bartender. Mm -hmm. Treat her like a person. Tip well. Mm -hmm. Respect it. Okay, guys, that's it for this episode of Nice Guys Finish Last. We have a new episode airing every Thursday. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, and I think a few other ones that I can't pronounce. Um, 
But yeah, if you guys could do us a favor, um, not really a favor, help really everyone out, if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Again, I've said this before, I don't care if it's a one star, five star, just leave an honest review, give us some feedback so we can make it better, we can keep doing things you like and maybe stop doing things that are annoying you. Um, and yeah, if you guys would like to follow us on Instagram, we post memes, quotes, uh, snippet videos of the episodes. Uh, the Instagram is at nice guys finish last the podcast. That's all one word. Nice guys finish last the podcast. If you'd like to follow me personally, my Instagram is at I ain't your boy. And if you'd like to follow Adi, you could follow her at Aritalia, A R I E T A L I A. Okay, guys, and that's it for this episode of Nice Guys Finish Last. Woo! So.